This is Coffee, Wine, and Chocolate, a podcast inspired by people, places, and things. Welcome. I'm your host, Dawn. You can find me at all the links I've provided below in the notes. But specifically, you can find me at the podcast website, which is coffeewineandchocolate.com. So I am uh, struggling a little bit with sinuses draining in my nose and throat. And so if I sound a little stuffy today, that would be the reason. (laughs) And my silly angel kitty cat has um, decided that she wants to be a part of my podcast today. So you may hear her in the background at times because she's being so silly and talkative and playing at the door since the door is closed. If it's closed when she's out of it, then she would be, like, making a whole bunch of noise trying to get in. (laughs) So I put her in with me. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoy today's episode. It is regarding uh, wine, the benefits of wine. Then I talk to you about, or I share some articles regarding the benefits of nature. And I share a couple articles where that's concerned and what I had gone through, um, or am going through, even still. And then I also um, read you an article that I found in Awaken.org, which is, I think, really great. It's survival versus life, and it's really good. So here's the episode. The benefits of drinking wine. You know I had to come up with this one next because I've done the coffee and the chocolate. Of course I had to share the wine. (laughs) It states in an article that I found on Healthline.com. The title is, Can a Glass of Wine Benefit Your Your Health? People have been drinking wine for thousands of years. And the benefits of doing so have been well documented. Emerging research continues to suggest that drinking wine in moderation about a glass per day, offers several benefits. This article explains everything you need to know about the health benefits of drinking wine, which type is healthiest and its potential downsides. Because there's always a downside. Potential benefits of drinking wine. Rich in antioxidants. It may help combat inflammation. It may benefit heart health. And then other benefits such as mental health, promote longevity, promote healthy gut bacteria. Which wine has the most benefit? Many people wonder about the differences between red and white wine. Unfortunately, more research on white wine is needed, as most studies analyzing the benefits of drinking wine was focused on the beneficial properties of red wine. Red wine has been widely acknowledged for its high concentration resveratrol, a potent antioxidant found in grape skins. In fact, red wine has up to 10 times more resveratrol than white wine. Potential downsides. Excessive alcohol intake can be harmful. Binge drinking and consuming high amounts of alcohol is associated with negative health outcomes. In fact, an average of 87,798 people die in the United States each year 
due, ex- due to excessive alcohol consumption. This accounts for 1 in 10 deaths for adults between the ages of 20 and 64. Heavy alcohol consumption poses several health risks, including an increased risk of certain cancers, diabetes, heart disease, liver and pancreatic diseases, as well as unintentional injury. A recent analysis of studies found the optimal daily intake of wine to be one glass for women and two glasses for men. Drinking this moderate amount of wine is associated with health benefits, while drinking more than that may impact your health. Now back to the benefits. The first benefit, rich in antioxidants. There are many antioxidant-rich foods and beverages, and wine is one of them. Antioxidants are compounds that prevent cellular damage caused by inflammation and oxidative stress. Oxidative stress is a condition caused by an imbalance between antioxidants and unstable molecules called free radicals, which can damage your cells. Grapes have high levels of polyphenols, which are antioxidants that have been shown to reduce oxidative stress and inflammation. Because red wine grapes are higher in antioxidants than white grape varieties, drinking red wine may increase your blood antioxidant levels to a greater extent than drinking white. Next topic may help combat inflammation. Wine contains compounds that have anti-inflammatory anti-inflammatory properties. Chronic inflammation is harmful and may increase the risk of conditions such as heart disease, autoimmune disorders, and certain cancers. Therefore, it's best to prevent this type of inflammation as much as possible. Chronic inflammation can be reduced through diet, stress reduction, and exercise. Many foods have the power to reduce inflammation, and wine is thought to be one of them. The next topic is may benefit heart health. Studies show that individuals who consume moderate amounts of wine have reduced rates of heart disease. Researchers believe that red wine's high concentration of polyphenol antioxidants can help reduce your risk of high blood pressure, high cholesterol, and metabolic diseases. Some research suggests that drinking red wine may reduce blood pressure in people with high blood pressure, which may reduce the risk of heart disease. Yet other studies suggest that a daily glass of red wine does not reduce blood pressure in people with normal blood pressure or those who already have heart disease. What's more, wine may interact with medication that lowers blood pressure. And then the other benefits may benefit mental health. An occasional glass of wine may reduce the risk of depression. However, excessive drinking can have the opposite effect, putting you at a higher risk of this condition may promote longevity. Studies have found that drinking moderate amounts of wine as part of a healthy diet may increase longevity thanks to wine's high antioxidant content. Then may promote healthy gut bacteria. Recent studies have been suggested that red wine may promote the growth of beneficial gut bacteria, which may improve metabolic syndrome markers in people with obesity. So in summary, it says some research suggests that drinking wine in moderation provides antioxidant and anti-inflammatory benefits that may improve your gut bacteria and boost your heart health, mental health, and longevity. However, most research has focused on red wine. So it's all very interesting, and I have um, included this article in my notes below. And so take a look at it. There's so many different articles about health um, benefits from 
wine. And of course, it's only one or two glasses of wine that you get the benefit from. Anything more than that, it's going to cause problems instead of help. So just so you know that. Today, we are talking about the benefits of nature. The first article I came upon, it said, nature and mental health. And here's some things it can do. Improve your mood, reduce feelings of stress and or anger, help you take time out and feel more relaxed, improve your physical health, improve your confidence and self-esteem, help you be more active, help you meet and get to know new people, connect you to your local community, reduce loneliness, help you feel more connected to nature, and provide peer support. I know when I was on my own during the COVID pandemic, I would walk every day to get out of the house, clear of my mind, and get some exercise. Otherwise, I would sit around the house on my bottom, on social media, and get lost in thoughts, negative and all. It helped me to have fresh air, albeit allergy-ridden for me. And I loved listening to the birds, going past the cows and donkeys and pony, taking pictures of flowers and whatever else I could come upon, and meeting people and dogs. One dog in particular, her name is Sheba, would get so excited to see me and would walk with me. She would walk with me from the point she met me back to my house where I would give her some water before she would take off back home. What was so great, I shared my pictures on Facebook and Instagram and would get the sweetest comments. I would even have some people ask if I had more pictures to share or that they missed them if it had been a while since I had shared some. So I always felt that it not only helped me, but helped others as well. Also, I started a small garden of carrots, beans, squash, tomatoes, and cucumbers. It was wonderful to see something I planted grow and flourish. I even shared some with my friends across the street and my parents. It made me feel like I'd accomplished something. I love the feeling of being with nature, the smell of the earth, plants, and flowers. Seeing things grow and enjoying how nature changes all the time from one season to the next. It's also calming to me. And if you heard Angel, she's sharing her information too. How much it helped me. Yeah, I hear you. Uh-huh, that's right. What is it in nature that helps you? Do you agree that nature helps with stress and anxiety? I would love to hear some feedback about this. Because it's always great to hear. I also would drive to a park on the lake and go out on the dock there and put my feet in the water, just listening to the water lap around me and the birds chirping. One of the articles I found, it says, um, it's on takingcharge.cshh.umn.edu. It says, how does nature impact our well-being as a title? It says, research research reveals that environments can increase or reduce our stress, which in turn impacts our bodies. 
What you are seeing, hearing, experiencing at any moment is changing not only your mood, but how your nervous, endocrine, and immune systems are working. The stress of an unpleasant environment can cause you to feel anxious or sad or helpless. This in turn elevates your blood pressure, heart rate, and muscle tension and suppresses your immune system. A pleasing environment reverses that. And regardless of age and culture, humans find nature pleasing. In one study cited in the book Healing Gardens, researchers found that more than two-thirds of people choose a natural setting to retreat to when stressed. Makes sense to me. Nature Heals is one of the titles. Being in nature or even viewing scenes of nature reduces anger, fear, and stress and increases pleasant feelings. Exposure to nature not only makes you feel better emotionally, it contributes to your your physical well-being, reducing blood pressure, heart rate, muscle tension, and the production of stress hormones. It may even reduce mortality according to scientists such as public health researchers Stamaticus and Mitchell. Research done in hospitals, offices, and schools has found that even a simple plant in a room can have a significant impact on stress and anxiety. In addition, nature helps us cope with pain. Because we are genetically programmed to find trees, plants, water, and other nature elements engrossing. We are absorbed by nature scenes and distracted from our pain and discomfort. Nature restores. One of the most intriguing areas of current research is the impact of nature on general well-being. In one study in MIND, 95% of those interviewed said... Their mood improved after spending time outside, changing from depressed, stressed, and anxious to more calm and balanced. According to a series of field studies conducted by Quo and Coley at the Human Environment Research Lab, time spent in nature connects us to each other and the large world. Another study at the University of Illinois suggests that residents in Chicago public housing who had trees and green space around their building reported knowing more people, having stronger feelings of unity and neighbors, being more concerned with helping and supporting each other, and having stronger feelings of belonging than tenants in buildings without trees. Nature deprivation, a lack of time in the natural world, largely due to hours spent in front of a TV or computer screens, has been associated unsurprisingly with depression. More unexpected are studies by Weinstein and others that associate screen time with loss of empathy and lack of altruism. Another article that I found is on mentalhealth.org.uk. The title is Nature, How Connecting with Nature Benefits Our Mental Health. Our relationship with nature, how much we notice, think about, and appreciate our natural surroundings is a critical factor in supporting good mental health and preventing distress. Nature is an important need for many and vital in keeping us emotionally, psychologically, and physically healthy. When it comes to mental health benefits, nature has a very wide definition. It can mean green spaces such as parks, woodland, or forest, as well as blue spaces like rivers, wetlands, beaches, or canals. It also includes trees on an urban street, private gardens, verges, and even indoor plants or window boxes. Surprisingly, even watching nature documentaries has been shown to be good for our mental health. This is great news, as it means the mental health benefit of nature can be made available to nearly every one of us. 
no matter where we live. Next title, Nature has played a critical role in our mental health during the pandemic. Through our own research at the Mental Health Foundation, we know that spending time outdoors has been one of the key factors enabling people to cope with the stress of the COVID-19 pandemic. Throughout the pandemic, nearly half of people in the UK told us that visiting green spaces, such as parks, helped them to cope. Our findings were echoed by other research, which has found that people visiting and noticing nature in particular was important in supporting their well-being. This is a really important point, as it helps us to understand that a connection with nature helps unlock the mental health benefits, and it also gives us essential clues on how to maximize these benefits for our well-being. Spending time in nature is good for us for lots of reasons. Fresh air and exercise has long been recommended as a way for many to feel better physically and mentally. Now evidence shows us that the quality of our relationship with nature is part of the reason for its positive impact on our well-being. Researchers use the term connectedness to describe the ideal relationship. Connectedness refers to the way we relate to nature and experience nature. A strong connection with nature means feeling a close relationship or an emotional attachment to our natural surroundings. And I can tell you for a fact, I felt this way during the pandemic when I would go on my walks. I felt connected and focused and just to be out in the fresh air made me feel more alive than if I was inside confined just to the closed-in space that I was at home. So to be able to get out there and do my walking and take pictures of nature and just feel it all around me, it was a blessing. And I know my pictures helped others, like I said, and it helped me too. So these, these facts are very important, I think, in, in understanding that nature has a big influence over our well-being and our connectivity to our surroundings and to what goes on with us and around us. Okay, for the positive article for the, the for this episode. Turning survival inside and out. You know how people will lament when they say, time to get back to reality, or, yeah, but that's not how the real world works. What is the real world? Who suggested that toil, despair, and various flavors of enslavement are what's quote-unquote real? That despair distills from a relationship with survival. Humanity has been feeding itself the message that survival is hard. Survival is good. Survival of the fittest is best. There's also a saying that goes, goes something like this. If you're only ever given a hammer, then everything else will look like a nail. When the focus of life is on survival, then everything looks like a competitive struggle. Life itself is not trying to survive. Life begets life. Life celebrates itself in every subtlety and every overwhelm. Every aspect of life remains open and flexible, available to what might be required for its 
perpetuation. Even in an environment that seems to be lacking the means, somehow life finds its way. As a human with a super fast processor, we call a mind brain, which I've affectionately nicknamed Thinky Town or Thinky Town, separate if you prefer. You have an option in every moment to look around and see survival or look around and see life. You'll be right either way. You will find both. For some, being right is everything. It's their whole life. They don't know who they are without a struggle to be right. So let's let them be right and then ask, show me the truth. Truth is in the realm of the heart. You won't find just one right truth or wrong truth that the heart sequesters away, teasing you with unsolvable puzzle after unsolvable puzzle, calling it the quote-unquote real world. Truth is a feeling. It sings to you with an absence of conflict, a lightness that requires no defense and offers no offense. To welcome a relationship with truth is to welcome an intimacy from which you cannot hide. Coming from a world built to prioritize survival, intimacy with anything can feel like being followed by a sniper. The further you go, the less you want to hide. Truth offered through the heart has this way of turning survival inside out. The heart says, I see you and offer no conflict. In that light, survival very quickly reveals itself as a terribly inefficient approach to life. In the lightness of the heart, all of survival's sticky needs and tangled yeah buts trip over each other in a comedy. This is the essence of life, lightness of being. Survival doesn't know where to look for lightness. Thinky Town couldn't hold on to it if it tried, but the heart knows its music. In lightness of being there in space for everything. Nothing is excluded, not even the stickiest, crustiest need that drops on your head. Dusty from sitting on the top shelf for a couple of decades where someone stuffed it. An emotional trauma experienced before there were tools to navigate it. Survival keeps lots of trinkets on the shelf and each and every one of them has a fantastic story that when told by the heart, somehow always ends up being funny. Enjoy the stories. Love the details. The essence of life finds you in the moments when you take a break from surviving. Once you open to intimacy with what's true for you, the heart will guide you with unfailing love. And that was by author Carrie Lake and titled Turning Survival Inside and Out. I found it on awaken.org and I will leave that also in the notes so that you can take a look yourself. I just thought it was very interesting and very uplifting to think about survival and life. Because life is so important. It's all around us. Yeah, we're surviving day to day, but, but we're enthralled and in the midst of life and living. And I just, I just loved it. So I had to share it. I hope you enjoyed it too. Thanks. So that's the episode today. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And if you heard Angel in the background, see, there you go. She's been very silly and decided to be a part of the episode today. 
So if you hear her in the background and all, that's why she always has, has to be included in the podcast because that's just how she is. She loves it. She loves me. Oh, wait. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so I hope you guys have a great week, rest of your week, and thank you so much for being here and supporting me. Come back again next time, and um, I'll have something else new to share with you. Have a great day and a great week. Love you guys. Now go out today as you're going about your business. Whatever you do today, if you come upon somebody that you see that has something on that you like or the hair has, has done some way that you like or whatever you might see that you like let them know they may be having a bad day and you could be giving them something that makes them smile tell them so tell them hi even just a smile or hello will make someone's day have a great day you guys thanks